Christ Church, New Malden, 26th of December 2021. Stephen Kurt speaking on Jesus and the Wise Men. Okay, I'm going to need the children's help in a minute. Okay, so children there, get ready. I'm going to need your help in a minute. Okay, so what comes after Christmas Day? Can anyone tell me what comes after Christmas Day? Boxing Day, you're so clever. You've got it dead right. It is Boxing Day. Now, there are certain things that most of us do on Christmas Day. A lot of the things that we did yesterday will have a lot in common. So a lot of people on Christmas Day have a turkey. A lot of people have presents. A lot of people on Christmas Day have crackers. A lot of people eat way too much. And a lot of people play silly games. So Christmas Day, not everyone does it exactly the same way, but Christmas Day can be quite standard. But when it comes to Boxing Day, quite often people have very different ways of spending it. There can be a lot more variety. So for some people, Boxing Day is very much a rerun of Christmas Day with more time with the family, more presents, and yet more food. But there are other people who try to make Boxing Day a little bit more different. So they might see friends rather than family. They might even do something physical to burn off the energy of all that food and drink from the day before. When I was young and growing up in Croydon, our church used to have a big rounders match in Lloyd Park uh, in Croydon on Boxing Day. And it was a great way of going and sort of doing church and being with lots of friends. And it was great fun. And it was a good way of burning off all of that turkey, all of that food and drink from the day before. In Australia, there's always a test match on Boxing Day. And I was up during the night watching it, hoping that England would do well. We were doing terribly. I was getting really depressed. I went back to bed for an hour, and then I got up again, and it was just as bad. And that's the way I spent the start of Boxing Day. But where does the name Boxing Day come from? Well, it comes from the tradition, Pat was talking about this earlier, of the day when people gave boxes of food and other things to people who were poorer than themselves. And I guess why that started is because Christmas is a day of thinking about this wonderful gift that God gave to us, of Jesus, and people from fairly early on thought it was good to follow that up by trying to do something where we would show God's love to others uh, to both deepen and express our understanding of what Christmas is all about. So on this Boxing Day of 2021, how can we deepen our understanding of what Christmas is all about? Well, as I said, we're going to think about the wise men. The wise men, let's have the picture up there, who visited Jesus at the very first Christmas. Now, we can sometimes assume, and perhaps this is right, that the wise men came on the very same night as the shepherds, that the shepherds had the first shift and then later that night the wise men came along. But it may actually, and some of you already know this, have been quite a bit later on. And there's several reasons we can think that. One of them is that the story talks about Jesus being a child rather than a baby. That might imply he was a bit older. But even more significantly, when nasty old King Herod tries to get rid of Jesus, he orders that all the children in Bethlehem under the age of two, are to be killed, doesn't he? But what we are told, and what we definitely know, is that the wise men bought Jesus gifts, didn't they? We're going to think about those gifts, those presents that the wise men brought to Jesus 
to help us to understand a little bit more about him. Now, this is where children, I want you to help, okay? So, Lexi, you're listening, and Emily, and uh, Matthew, okay, and Mason and Vader, okay, you're going to need to put Jack down. There are some Boxing Day boxes around the church. There's just three of them, okay? They're around the church somewhere. Lexi, do you remember the boxes? Okay, I want you to go and find, okay, if you can see any Christmas boxes around this church. Go looking, okay? No, not that one. That one doesn't count. That's part of our nativity scene. There are some others. Just go looking around the side aisles. Oh, Lexi, I think Lexi's found one at the back. Lexi, bring it down to the front. Okay, don't open it yet. Just bring it down to the front and plonk it on that table. There are two more that look like the one that Lexi's found. Okay, plonk it there. Okay, oh, it looks like Emily might have found one. No one's looking over that side of the church. There might be one over there. Quick, over you go. Oh, yeah, Emily found one. Well done, Emily. Okay, Boxing Day boxes. Look at them, how nicely they're wrapped. Okay, Emily, if you bring it up here. Okay, can you put it on that table? Okay, well done. That's really good. Now, that's got a number three on it. That's got a number one. Oh, we found the other one. Well, where'd you find it? Right, well done. You sit down for a minute. I may need some of you to help open these in a minute. Okay, but you sit down for the minute down there. Okay. So, well, actually, I need someone. Now, Vader, would you open box number one? Okay. If you come up here, Vader, can we have cameras on, Vader? Okay, can you open box number one? It opens, uh, opens up the top. Okay, and Vader, what we got in there? Okay, we got several things in there. Can you turn around and show them to people? So, what we got here, Vader, what are these? Chocolate, coins, yeah, and what we got here? What's that? Star. Yeah, star, what colour is it? Yellow. Yeah, yellow or gold. Star. Okay, anything else in the box? Oh, what on earth is this? Some odd writing. Hmm, this is going to take a bit of figuring out, isn't it? Okay, what should we do? I'll tell you what we'll do first, okay? First thing we'll do is we'll open these chocolate coins, okay? Now, you can have one yourself, but after you've given the others to anyone out there, okay? So, wh what you've got to do is people who look particularly miserable, okay, give them a coin. Okay, so can you do that? Okay, Vader. So, people who look particularly grumpy, okay, so if you want one, pull a grumpy face. Okay, Vader, can you give out the chocolate coins to people? Try and find people who look a bit grumpy. Okay, go on. Okay, oh, look, he looks grumpy. Give him one, he looks very grumpy. Okay. Anyone who wants one, you better start looking grumpy. Okay. No, she's smiling. Give one to Pat. Pat looks a bit grumpy. Okay, there you go. Okay, can you give them out? Okay, perhaps, perhaps mummy can help you. Okay, so give them out. We can't go on until this is done, so go on. Give them out quickly. Speed them up, the children. Okay, David, is he looking a bit grumpy? Give him one. Okay. Right, give out the rest. Come on, hurry up. Hurry, go. Lynn looks a bit grumpy. Give her one. Okay, adults as well. Not just the children. Yeah, John's looking very grumpy. Okay, how are you getting on? Is there many left? Is Hazel looking a bit grumpy? Give her one. Yeah, well done. Okay, and once you're finished, Vader, back up here. Oh, Emily wants one too. There'll be more to come, don't worry. Oh, you're looking, they're looking very grumpy. We've got two very grumpy faces down here. How many have you got left? Okay, don't worry, there'll be more to come in a bit. Okay, you keep the one that's left. Okay, Vader, what else is in the box? Come up here, what else was in the box? Okay, we'll ignore the difficult wording for now. What about this? Can you hold that up? Can you just turn around and hold this up? 
OK. Well, what we've got here is we've got a star. And we know that the wise men followed a star to find Jesus, don't we? But significantly, it's made of gold, or what is made to look like gold. And of course, the connection to the wise men, and this is fairly obvious, is that that's the first of the gifts that we hear about them bringing to Jesus, isn't it? Now, it probably wasn't a massive amount of gold that the wise men brought to Jesus. It was probably a small amount, because if they bought loads of gold, we'd know about it, wouldn't we? Mary and Joseph's standard of living would have gone through the roof. So it was probably something quite small and more symbolic. And the wise men brought that to Jesus. And, uh, well, what about the words? Okay, now, can we have the words up on the screen? Now, the wise men would have spelt, uh, would have um, spoke another language, okay? So this is in the language of the wise man who bought the gold, we can pretend, okay? Now, some of you are much better at translation than others, okay? Translating gobbledygook. Now, there is one line from Matthew's Gospel which I think corresponds to what the gold stood for, okay? Now, just have a discussion with the people around. Some of you will get it straight away because you are very good at this. But there's one line from Matthew's Gospel that occurs a bit later on in the story or around about this time, which I think symbolizes what the gold is all about. Just have a discussion, a socially distanced uh, discussion with those around you about what you think this is. Okay, try and translate it into English. Okay, can you hold that as well, Vader? People are going to try and work out what it is. I'll ask you in a minute. Okay, how good's your translation of gobbledygook? Right, okay, let's see if anyone has translated this well. Okay, what does gink fo het sedua? Gink fo het sedua. Okay, Simon thinks, Simon's very good at translating gobbledygook, he did gobbledygook at university. Okay, so, Professor Simon. King of the Jews. King of the Jews. Can we turn the mic up? King of the Jews. Is he right? Let's see. Is he right? Has anyone else got any other offers? King of the Jews. He's right. So, well done. Your daddy's clever, isn't he? Okay, so what we've got in the first box, we had the gold coins, which was more for fun. We've got the gold star, and we've got King of the Jews. And when the wise men first came to Herod, that's who they said they were looking for, the one born king of the Jews. The born bit was the bit that upset Herod because he hadn't been born king of the Jews. He was trying to make himself into a king of the Jews, but he wasn't born into that role. And the gift of gold that the wise men brought, it seems, was to show this. Because that's what people would bring to kings. When you visited a king, particularly if you were someone important, you brought the most valuable thing that there was, and in that day... That was gold. So what does that have to say to us on this Boxing Day? It's a challenge to all of us to think about whether we're acting as though Jesus is king. We're told that when Herod heard about this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. And that's because Herod didn't want another king. He wanted to be king. And presumably a lot of people in Jerusalem agreed with him as well. And we can actually often feel the same. Most of us, a bit like Herod, would rather be king or queen of our own lives, wouldn't we? We'd rather take all the big decisions about our lives ourselves. We'd like to be the one in charge of our lives. But on this very first Boxing Day, our very first box, 
can remind us that being a Christian is about letting Jesus be king of our lives, asking him what the best things are for our lives, and then trying to obey those instructions. Okay, can you pop those things back in the box? Okay, and uh, Lexi, can you sit down, Vader? Could you come up and help us open box two? Okay, here is box two, Lexi. Okay, what we got in this? Okay, let's have a little look. Okay, what have we got? Turn around and show everyone. Now, we've got some more chocolate coins, haven't we? Okay, and we've got something that, uh, well, it could look as though it held something special. And we're going to say that that is what holds frankincense. Okay, what's the other thing in the box, Lexi? Yeah, odd words again. Oh dear, more odd words. I think we'll leave the odd words, pop them back in for the minute. We'll come back to them because that's the most difficult. We'll come back to that. What about these? Now, I reckon you give these out to people who, we'd, last time we did people who were miserable. So we do people who look sleepy, who need waking up with some chocolate. Okay, so anyone out there who's sleepy, who looks like they're closing their eyes and nodding off to sleep, can you give them some chocolate? Okay, go on. Oh, look, they're falling asleep already because they want some. All right, go on then, Lexi. You're going fairly quickly, so we're not here by one o'clock. Okay, anyone who's sleepy? Oh, look, Matthew's sleepy. Okay, dish them out fairly quickly, preferably to people who didn't get one last time. Okay, go down the aisle. Okay, anyone who's sleepy, give them some chocolate. Okay, John Cook's had one already. Okay, come on, come on, play the game. Okay, right. Oh. Okay, any others? Okay, I'm going I'm I'm to dish them out because people will be, come on, people looking a bit sleepy. Heather, Heather, you're sleepy. You get one. Okay, there you go, Heather. Okay, anyone else drifting off? Oh, yeah, Catherine, there you go. You get a chocolate coin. Chris, you get a chocolate coin as well. Anyone who didn't get one last time, who feels you didn't get one. Okay, there you go, Chris and Hillary. Okay, Abby and Daria, you're always sleepy because you're teenagers. Okay, did you get one? Right, okay, now we've got to get on, there you go, Pat, did you get one last time? Yes. There you go, Pamela as well. Now, we've got to work out the, uh, the important bit. Okay, so Lexi, come back up here. Lexi, could you hold this? This is our frankincense pot, okay? And, uh, well, that's the, that's the second gift, isn't it, that the wise men brought. What was frankincense? Well, it was stuff that was burned, and when it was burned, it would give off an aroma. It would give off a smell that would fill an entire room. Okay. Now, we've done the easy bits. We've done the gold coins. Well, that was a bit harder than I thought. But we've done the chocolate coins. We've identified this as frankincense. Okay. Now, can you hold this up? Okay, let's have those words up on the screen. Now, this is another word that occurs in Matthew's Gospel around about this time, and it helps us to understand the significance of the frankincense. See, some of you have to work quite hard. This is good. You think in an all-age talk that the adults can just go to sleep? Okay, but you can't, partly because, you know, well, you just went to sleep to get the chocolate, I know. But anyway, what is this word? It's, some, it's a word in Matthew's Gospel, and it helps us to understand the significance of the frankincense. Okay, so spend just a minute or so thinking about what that might be. Okay, and Lexi, you hold it with a smile that shows you don't think they're going to get it. Okay, what is it? Okay. I'm not going to tell you what the first letter is, David. You've got to work it out for yourself. Okay, come on. Got to work hard. I know it's Boxing Day, but you had a relaxing day yesterday and you could do some hard work in church. 
Okay, so what is this? Alison, you think you've got it? Alison's got it, then she is quite bright. Okay, brighter than the rest of us. Okay, how are other people doing? Anyone? Put up your hand if you're confident you've got the right answer. Oh, it's only a smattering. Okay. There is a word that occurs in Matthew's gospel, and it is within the Christmas story, and it points us to the significance of the frankincense. Okay. Well, shall we have the answer? Emmanuel. Now, you might think, well, that's not a word we use in English, and it's a Hebrew word. But the word Emmanuel means God with us. And the gift of frankincense, the stuff that the wise men brought, that uh, was the sort of stuff that was burned in temples, would give off a smell, would make lots of smoke, uh, would make a very powerful smell, uh, was there to symbolize God's presence. It was used in temples to show that they were places of God's presence. And some, temp- some churches still burn incense today to do more or less the same thing. And Emmanuel reminds us that one of the most important things about the Christmas story is that Jesus represented God himself coming to be amongst us. And that's so important, and perhaps it's got a special significance if for whatever reason Christmas is rather tough for us. COVID-19 and the Omicron variant means that Christmas 2021 is a bit tough for everyone, isn't it? Some of you are really worried about people that you love. You might be really concerned for other reasons as well. But at the centre of Christmas is God loving us so much that he came to this earth in Jesus Christ. He came in that little baby or child to bring God's presence amongst us. And that's a sign that he'll never abandon us and he'll be with us forever. Lexi, you treading on my toe? Okay, just, well, forgiveness is part of Christianity as well. Right, okay, well done. You're saying I'm going on too long. Okay, box number three. Who have we got who's going to do... Okay, Matthew, we haven't had a boy yet. So, Matthew, can you come up and open box number three? Okay, let's see what we've got in here. Okay, what have we got? Oh, yeah. We've got a, well, it's not a wine bottle, yeah. It's, uh, uh, okay, we've got some more chocolate coins, and what else have we got in there? Okay, we've got some more weird words. Well, let's leave the weird words for a minute, okay, and let's leave the bottle for a minute, and let's open these, and put up your hand if you haven't had any chocolate coins yet this morning in church, okay, and you're a bit fed up about it, and a bit cross, and a bit angry, okay? Well, I'll only be able to tell, if I, uh, tell who you are if I can see you looking really angry. Okay, right, Alison's looking angry. Give one to her. Okay, who else is looking a bit angry and cross? Okay, Elizabeth. Elizabeth's looking a bit angry and cross. Okay, there we go. And Steve as well. Okay, anyone else looking a bit cross and angry? You're looking angry. You get one. He's already had one, but he's so angry, I'm scared of him. Anyone else looking angry and cross in church this morning? May. I've never seen you ever looking angry, but you're pretending well. Okay, so anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else who hasn't had a chocolate coin in church this morning? Mason, you're incapable of looking angry. Oh, you're looking very angry. Okay, anyone else? Right, Emily, looking very, good, very angry. Well done. Okay, now there are four left. George, can I just give them to you to make sure they go to people that deserve them? Okay, or don't deserve them. Okay, now where was my volunteer? Where's Matthew? Matthew, come up and hold this. 
because we're going to pretend that this was a bottle that held myrrh, okay? And that was the third gift that the wise men brought to Jesus, wasn't it? Myrrh. And actually, you might have noticed in our Old Testament reading that that was one of the ones that wasn't mentioned. So Isaiah, this prophet who was around loads and loads of time before Jesus, he spoke about kings coming from the east. He spoke about them being kings. Often we think the word king isn't used about these visitors, but actually it is in Isaiah. And he, he spoke about them bringing gold and incense, but he didn't say anything about myrrh, did he? That is something that only occurs in the reading from Matthew. And that's because there were things about this special king, Jesus, that very few people saw coming. Okay? And there are some other words that occur in Matthew's gospel. They occur beyond the Christmas story that I think point to the significance of myrrh. Okay? Now, myrrh was something which was used to embalm bodies, to put on uh, people who died... Uh, on their bodies. So it's a very strange gift to bring to Jesus. And these words occur in Matthew's gospel, and I think they help to explain the myrrh. So can you just hold that? Okay, put your heads together, people. Okay, do a bit of thinking. Can you translate that from gobbledygook into English? I'll say it in gobbledygook. Ot vij ish fil sa a manros rof yam. I speak gobbledygook very well. Okay, what is... <laughs> Don't nod your head, John. Okay, so can you translate that into English? Okay, it occurs in Matthew's Gospel, not in the Christmas story, but later on in Matthew's Gospel. Pam Pamela's got it. You got it. Well, I'm very smart. Okay, anyone else got it? Quite a few of you. Okay, well, later on in Matthew's Gospel, it's when Jesus is grown up, and uh, it's actually when two of his disciples ask if they can have the most important, their mum in Matthew's gospel, asked if they can have the most important part in Jesus' kingdom. And Jesus talks about his role and he talks about what he came to do. And he says, the son of man, which is a title uh, that he uses about himself, uh, well, he says this, came to give his life as a ransom for many. And in the Christmas story, we think about Jesus coming and we think about God coming into the world in Jesus and that's the major emphasis we place on it. And the wise men, they bring gold and they bring frankincense, but they also bring myrrh. And people think that myrrh is looking ahead to the most supreme act of love that Jesus would make, which was when he gave his life for every single one of us. And that's what the myrrh symbolized. So there's a picture that we get more used to seeing at Easter, don't we? On Good Friday and at Easter when we think about Jesus dying for us. But right at the start of the coming of Jesus in the gift of myrrh that the wise men brought, that future crucial event is anticipated. So that's what those words there are for. So that's Boxing Day. Thanks, Matthew. You can put them back in the, uh, in the box. That's Boxing Day 2000. 2021, don't pour myrrh over me. And let's remember those central events. Hopefully we had a wonderful Christmas Day yesterday. Hopefully we've got a good Boxing Day ahead of us. And Christmas is about remembering this wonderful gift that God gave us in Jesus. But it's also thinking about how we're called to respond as well. 
and in this coming year, making sure that Jesus is truly Lord of our life, that he's king over our life. That's crucial. That's what the gold can remind us of. Remembering this central truth that Jesus wasn't just a great figure. He wasn't just a great prophet. He was God actually coming amongst his people. We don't worship a God who's far away and distant. We worship a God who has promised to be with us in all of the ups and downs of our lives, but also remembering that supreme act of love that the God who came in this tiny, vulnerable baby was also the God who came in Jesus to die so that all of us could be forgiven and restored. And those are wonderful things, I think, to remember on Boxing Day 2021.